0: Hi, this is Rev. Dr. Chuck Curry, and I want to wish you all a very Merry Christmas. You know, across the globe, in grand cathedrals and village churches, in homes and refugee camps, in prisons and homeless shelters, Christmas is being celebrated. Ministers from all the different Christian denominations and churches—Roman Catholic, Protestant, Orthodox—are reciting the familiar stories of the birth of Jesus. Where people are fortunate, children eagerly await presents from Santa. While those in poverty and living in places of war, the hopes of children are more modest. Perhaps one gift will do, or one meal, or simply the love of a parent will bring joy. For Americans, we would be wise to read the Christian story anew, listening to how it was heard the first time in a land occupied by a foreign power and as a story of resistance. Susan Thistlewaite reminded us in a piece published this Advent, about the radical nature of the Christmas story. She wrote, When Mary knew she was pregnant, she greeted the impending birth with one of the most formidable hymns of liberation of the oppressed in the entire Christian scriptures, as found in Luke 1, 45-55. Called The Magnificent, the story praises God for God's liberating actions, not only on behalf of the singer, but on behalf of all the oppressed of the world. God is on the side of the poor, the exploited, and most importantly for this text, women who are sexually demeaned and despised. Mary goes so far as to call herself a slave, and yet she will always be exalted by God. We find ourselves in a period of darkness here in the United States, as our electoral political system phrased to the point of breaking. This is not a time of partisan politics, but rather a time where our basic freedoms seem imperiled as the politics of division have given rise to leaders committed to white supremacy and other evils. In an early sermon delivered in 1954, the Rev. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. preached on rediscovering lost values at a time before the Civil Rights Movement had won its greatest victories or yet instilled a sense of hope in the lives of those yearning for justice. Dr. King preached All I'm trying to say to you is that our world hinges on moral foundation. God has made it so. God has made the universe to be based on a moral law. So long as man disobeys it, he is revolting against God. That's what we need in the world today, people who will stand for right and goodness. It's not enough to know the intricacies of zoology and biology, but we must also know the intricacies of law. It is not enough to know that 2 and 2 makes 4, but we've got to know somehow that it's right to be honest and just with our brothers. It's not enough to know all about our philosophical and mathematical disciplines, but we've got to know the simple disciplines of being honest and loving and just with all humanity. If we don't learn it, we will destroy ourselves by the misuse of our own powers. Do we not find ourselves in a time of rebellion against God right now? Soon we will inaugurate a president of the United States who degrades women, surrounds himself with anti-Semitic advisors, preaches fear and hate against Muslims and immigrants, advocates ill-informed policies that will make the world more likely to engage in war instead of seeking peace. A man who demeans those who are gay and lesbian. Hope is at a low point. Paul Krugman, the Nobel Laureate in Economics, wrote recently that many people are reacting to the rise of Trumpism by reading history, specifically the history of the 1930s, and they are right to do so. It takes willful blindness not to see the parallels between the rise of fascism and our own political nightmare. This Christmas, we cannot afford to fall back into simple traditions of celebration without reflecting deeply on the times in which we live, and how God is calling us, as God called those living in bondage in Egypt, to partner with God to create a more just world. At the start of Advent, I wrote that this season we confront a nation with a sin-sick soul. Hate crimes surround us, those taking power promise to dismantle programs that lift up the least of these. Truth competes with falsity in the news, while feelings are seen as more important than fact. Still, in this season of darkness, we are called to bring light and to answer hate with love. We must never become what we oppose. Let us do justice, love kindness, and walk humbly with our God, as we are told in Micah 6, eight. This is still our calling. Paul Rauschenbusch, in a recent essay, surveys the difficult world into which Jesus was born and writes... Within this dark, difficult story, there is a resonant joy. Within all of them, Mary, Joseph, the wise men, the shepherd, there glows a hope that they were meant to be used by God to change the world. There radiates a faith in the holy promise that was made that first Christmas that God would be with us, Emmanuel, in the darkness, especially within the darkness. Roshan Bush goes on to write, I'm dreaming of a dark Christmas, because the story of Christmas is dark, even as it is beautiful. The Christmas story of the birth of the dark-skinned Jesus is hopeful, not because it is easy or optimistic or cheerful, but because it goes to the heart of the reality of a dangerous, unjust, and violent world, and says, This too shall be redeemed. This is not a normal Christmas, and our churches will fail if it is treated as one. As Jesus grew, he became the ultimate symbol of resistance to injustice. And for over 2,000 years, his life and death and life again have given countless reasons to have hope in dark places and to resist that which is evil. Today, perhaps as much as any time since our great civil war, there is a need for a people of good faith to reach across religious and social barriers, to work nonviolently, to bring light to dark places. We must speak up and use all the gifts that God has given us to offer America and the world, working in concert with others from one corner of the globe to another, a vision of life where no child is born into a society such as the one that Jesus was born into. Let there be peace and justice for all. Christmas is a story of resistance to empire. May we learn the lessons of that history as we strive not to repeat the mistakes of the 1930s. Never again. We must recognize the seriousness of the crisis faced today by all humanity. Merry Christmas. May God bless us all, and may we all find ways to speak up and not be silent. Amen.